this sort of parallel transition as well around your work because you had this horrific experience where you were basically told that, you know, now you're pregnant, you would never get to model again. Tell us about how on earth you handled all of that as well. Yeah, that did not help the situation at all. So yes, after like being a successful curve model for I think 12 years before I became a mother, when I became pregnant, obviously I had to tell my agency and obviously they were very happy for me, but they're also like, well, thanks very much. Good luck. See you later. And I was a bit like, oh my God. So I've just lost my job and I'm becoming a mother and I don't have a job and I have no idea what I'm getting paid. And that was really tough because I never expected to become a mother with those thoughts. I didn't feel financially stable. I never thought I'd have to lean on my husband as much as I do. I've always made my own money. And that also made me feel like I'd lost myself, lost my identity, lost my confidence. When the baby arrived, I found myself like asking my mom and my husband for money just to like, you know, go and buy nappies and stuff. You know, you don't get a maternity package when you're self-employed or, you know, you you get bare minimum. So that was really tough. But I do really believe, especially for me, that when I'm kind of at my lowest ebb, that is when I'm like, right, I've got to bring this up. I've got to turn this into a positive and I have to change this so it works better for me, which is one of the reasons why I started Mama Still Got It. You know, it wasn't just to prove that I could still do my job as a model and putting it out there online. I wasn't even on social media, as I said, and I thought I have to get on social media. It's the best marketing platform. And I knew that clients and photographers were following me. So I knew that that was my way to show like, hello, I'm still here and I can still do the work. I needed to do it for myself. I needed some kind of mental something just to do something just to kind of make me feel like I do still have it and I still want to work and feel good and look good. And I thought if I feel like that, there must be hundreds, thousands of other women out there feeling the same way that perhaps felt like they were pushed aside in the workplace or lost their identity when their baby came. Like, so I basically started it out of like, well, you know, I have to do something. It's like a reclaiming, isn't it? It's like a reclaiming of yourself. It was for me as well, definitely saying, just making a stand and saying, I am still here. And just because I've had a baby doesn't mean that I'm any less qualified or less able or whatever. If anything, it's actually made me grow into a more, well, eventually like a more confident, aware person. And it just made me want to just even thrive even more because I had to then be there for my kids in a financial aspect as well as my whole body and soul aspect. 100%. I think when I first started following you was when I saw this campaign that you were running about models wearing phone bumps. And I am one of those ignorant people who had no idea that this happened. And I was like, what the fuck? This is horrific. And that's when I started following you. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. So when I was pregnant with my third, it was the first pregnancy that I had on social media. Like my other two pregnancies, I wasn't online. So this one I was And I had gone back into modeling on the back of doing my mum still got it account. So I was modeling, but then obviously was pregnant. And then at 17 weeks pregnant, I posted on my Instagram account saying, officially now maternity leave, I'm 17 weeks pregnant. And did you know, fun fact, 
that a lot of maternity brands don't use real pregnant models. They use models with a fake foam bump. I thought that people just knew this because I've been in the industry for so long that for me, I've just grown up with it. So I've always known this. But the response I got from that post was incredibly overwhelming. I had women all over the world saying, thank you for this knowledge because they had spent so long comparing themselves to models online. I had some women who were absolutely disgusted with the fact that they're using these fake foam bumps. I had other women telling me that they were dieting because they wanted to look like these models. I had other women that were saying they were really depressed and they didn't want to shop for their new body because it didn't look like the body online. And so with all these comments and this encouragement from my followers, I was like, I have to do something about this because, and actually the more you think about it, you're like, yeah, it's a bit weird. It's really weird. Like, why are we not using real pregnant models? I don't, I don't get it. So yeah, I started the campaign called Push It Out, asking for maternity brands for more transparency with their advertising. And it got heard. I was just asking for brands to have a disclaimer on their websites just to say if you are using a prosthetic bump on your model, state it so we know. You know, when you're buying an outfit online, it will always say the model is five foot ten and wearing a size ten. We always have that information, but we never had it for maternity. So now there is that disclaimer saying that they're wearing a bump, which is what I wanted, but also kind of asking for more real pregnant models to be used, which is like, it's so obvious. There's a great story actually of a friend of mine who was modeling for years as a maternity model wearing the phone bump. That was her job for years. Brilliant. But as soon as she fell pregnant and had her own bump, which was real, she got fired. Bloody hell. Does it make you angry? Where are your anger levels at when you hear stories like that? It's just stupid, really, isn't it? You know, you wouldn't get a blonde-haired girl to model, I don't know, black hair dye. You'd get the right person for the job. And the thing is, because I kind of always knew about this, I just accepted it and I never really questioned it. It's a bit like, you know, when you're told to believe in Santa Claus, you're like, yeah, of course, that's, that's normal. And then you're like, actually... Of course, that doesn't make sense. So that's kind of how I feel now about the whole like fake bump thing. I'm like, of course, that doesn't make sense. I need to do something about this. I just find it really, really bizarre. And then obviously there was an argument that the reason why a lot of these brands don't use real pregnant models is because they don't want the models on their feet all day. But I've worked in studios with heavily pregnant stylists and makeup artists and photographers who were working all the way to like 39 weeks, basically giving birth on set. And no one seems to be worrying about them. So I'm a bit like, are you just trying to make the whole pregnancy thing look perfect? Because it's not. It's not perfect. We have, we're swollen and all bumps are different shapes and sizes. And we need to embrace that and show it. It really hit me when you said that you'd heard from women who were dieting when they were pregnant, comparing themselves to these models. And I know that you've had such a transforming relationship with your body over the years. Can you tell us a bit about that? Because I think body image and this pressure, this horrible term that I just wish we could erase, bounce back. Tell us about your relationship and how you've got to a place where you seem so comfortable in your skin you know, it's been a journey. It's not as if I woke up one morning and was like, oh, and I love my body. 
you know, when I was 15 and first got into the modeling industry, I found it extremely hard. It was mid nineties and heroin chic was the look. If you weren't a 34 inch hip, then you were told to go home and lose the weight. And as a 15 year old to be told to lose weight when you're already a size 10 was completely alien to me. And also it was a time before social media, before the internet. So there wasn't a space for me to Google how to lose weight in a healthy way, or is anyone else going through this or basically saying, this is wrong. Like, why are we doing this? There was nothing. So I went down the route of an eating disorder and I silently just damaged myself. I would basically not eat during the day. Like during the day I would starve myself and survive off chewing gum, a red pepper, because I had less calories than an apple and diet Cokes. That would be it for the day. And then because I was living at home with my mum in the evening, she would give me an evening meal and I was starving. So I'd eat the whole lot and then go upstairs and throw it up. That became my normality. And I did lose weight but it still wasn't small enough. I was still getting told to lose more. So then I introduced laxatives to the situation and had so many laxatives that I remember being doubled over in the tube with cramps that I can only relate to now, like contractions when you're giving birth and just being doubled over. And then obviously, you know, needing to go to the toilets. And it was just a really dark, horrible time. And I never told anybody I never told my mum because I knew that obviously she would take me out of the industry immediately. But at the same time, I knew that there were other girls, other models doing the same thing. It kind of felt like we all knew what each other were doing, but we weren't talking about it. It was very hush-hush, but there were so many of us in the same boat. And some of us survived and some of us didn't, as in some of us went on to be able to work and keep the weight off. But it messed with my mental health and it messed with my whole confidence. And even at my smallest, I just got to the point where I I hated my body. I'd been told that my body was wrong. I'd been told that I needed to change it. At such a vulnerable age, I was a child and you're believing these big bosses because you want to prove to them that you're good enough. And at the same time, you don't want to be kicked out of the agency in case your friends find out and they're like, well, what happened? You know, I thought you were with this agency. And so I had all these kind of emotions going on. I was also, you know, going through puberty. So, of course, my body was changing anyway. I was growing breasts and hips for the first time and I was trying to suppress it. And you can't, it's nature. It's nature. 